the Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to your safe space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And on today's show, we are talking all things mindset with a bit of a media reset, a goals and life audit slash check-in, if you will. I have no idea what I'm going to call this episode, by the way, but I had this idea for today's show when I put up a poll. It just came to me while I was typing and I was like, oh, I'll just chuck it in there. And then you guys voted for it. So here we are. Thank you so much. First, before we get into that though, how are you? Happy Sunday. Happy weekend. Happy long weekend. Some of us have the King's birthday weekend this weekend. I'm in Melbourne. I do have the King's birthday weekend, but I also work for myself. So I'm probably just going to work on Monday, but I hope that you guys are either taking the day off and relaxing, or if you're having to work, get those public holiday pay rates, cash it in guys. And yeah, I just hope you're having a good weekend with whatever it is that you're up to. As usual, before we start the show, I will give you my highlights, gratitudes, and struggles. I would love for you to come into our Facebook group. There's a post up every Monday, and I will put one up on the King's birthday for you guys to leave your highlights, gratitudes, and struggles. It's very important to me that you guys leave that in there so that I can read it and follow along with you. It also counts as your journaling, and it just helps me feel connected to my community. So come and do that if you haven't already. And I'm going to start with my struggle because I feel like let's get the bad things out out of the way first. Well, not even bad, but I've just really taken on too much. And I said, no, I'm so happy about this. I said no to an event last week. I was a bit upset. It was with Chemist Warehouse and I love Chemist Warehouse, but I just physically did not have the energy or the physical capability to go. And I was also meant to go to Sydney this weekend for the long weekend. And I'm not going anymore either because I just can't do it. I don't know if you guys have realized, but I haven't had a chill weekend in a long time. And so I'm hoping that this weekend for me will be a chill weekend. I need to learn to say no. I need to learn to relax. I need to learn to do nothing. That does not come naturally to me. I'm very good at filling my calendar with stuff. I'm very good at giving myself tasks. I'm very good at making sure I'm busy all the time. And I'm just realizing that that's not how it should be. And so I'm going to be making more of an effort to kind of take it easy and relax a little bit because I feel like that's what I need. And I don't know who else needs to hear that, but maybe if you're feeling the same way, we can just have a little chill June or rest of the month. I think what also hasn't helped is that in my head, I've always just said, oh, I just need to get to Europe. I just need to get to August. And so I'll go really hard till then. But it's like, well, no, I don't want to have to get there and then spend half of that holiday like recovering because I've like worked myself to the ground. So really focusing on just having a better balance. And I'm proud of myself for saying no to some things that I really wanted to say yes to and actually pulling out of it because I knew that I would probably feel worse in the end. Obviously, moving on to some more positive on a better note, the highlight and the gratitude. The highlight is the photo shoot on Saturday with Elite 11. I know that was my highlight last week, but I actually had the shoot for that weekend before I recorded this podcast a couple of days ago. And When I tell you it was the most wholesome, fulfilling, pinch me, gratitude moment that I've ever felt, I don't often get to meet you guys. Sometimes you will say hello to me if you see me in public. Sometimes you'll come up to me. I love when you guys do that. You're always so lovely. I love meeting you in real life. But 
on this day, I got to meet 10 of you who are listeners of this podcast who do follow me and are in my community. And we had a photo shoot together. We shot an amazing campaign for Elite 11. I can't tell you what it was about, but when I will tell you, you will freak out because it is huge. It's actually life-changing. And it was just the coolest thing ever. The coolest thing to actually see you in real life, hug you guys, hang out and spend quality time together. We were together for like three hours on Saturday. And I want to obviously just say a big thank you to every single one of you who applied. We had, I think, 1,500 applicants. There were so many of you that applied. Unfortunately, we could only pick 10 of you. I also had some girls pull out for sickness and other things like that, but we, we got there in the end and I was just so grateful that so many of you applied and that the girls who did apply and came on the weekend were just so beautiful and kind and genuine and I just need to thank you guys because I always say this without you, I don't have this platform, I don't have this job and I'm so grateful and moments like Saturday are just moments I will never forget because it just makes it real and it builds that connection. I always talk about how I feel connected to you guys in the group or in like the broadcast channels because I feel like I have a direct contact to you. That was Saturday for me, but in real life. And I do want to give a shout out to one of the girls, Rachel, because I know she'll be listening. She actually flew down from Queensland for the photo shoot. She came down on the Friday night and went back on the Sunday. Her friend came with her, but she literally traveled all that way to come. And I just have no words for that. I'm so grateful. Grateful to you, Rachel. Grateful to all the rest of the girls as well that were there. And then my gratitude very quickly, because I can't stop talking today, is my therapist. I finally had therapy last week. I've got another appointment on Thursday. We love her. Shout out to her. I don't think she listens to this podcast. I'm pretty sure she doesn't, but I really needed that appointment. And it was a little bit of a reality check, a little bit of a wake up, a little bit of a, hey, Adele, you know, you probably need to take it easy a little bit. And she also gave me some new perspectives to look at some situations that I've been looking at with a lens that maybe wasn't serving me or a lens that maybe wasn't helpful. And yeah, it was just really nice to be grounded by her. She's very grounding. She's very calm. She's very balanced. I feel like for me anyway, when I get into a pattern of negative thoughts, I can spiral a little bit. And some of you guys might think, oh, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like you. That surprises me. No, I definitely do. I'm not perfect. And I just really needed that appointment last week. So I'm excited to see her again this week on Thursday. And I'm just grateful to have access to therapy and grateful to access her. Yeah. She's the best. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Today, we are talking about doing a bit of a media check-in and reset, and I will tell you why I love it and why I do it. I will explain how. So there is quite a bit of practical tips and journaling and things that you will need to do for this episode. You can listen to it now and then come back and listen to it when you want to do the activity. And then I will share some other hacks from the community because you guys that also do something like media to kind of mark this point have shared that with us and I'm very happy about that. So I'm going to share that with you all. Now, as I said, thank you for voting for this show. I am really excited about it because I've been doing this for a long time and I'm excited to share it with you guys because at this point last year, I didn't have the podcast. The podcast was not born yet. So I'm really happy that we're doing it now. Before we get into it though, some housekeeping. This episode is not to shame you. This episode is not to make you feel bad. This episode is not to make you panic. It's not to make you feel like you should be doing something. You can do nothing. You can take this episode with a grain of salt. You can not even listen to this episode if you don't want to. But it is just here to help you check in with yourself, to help you build awareness, to help you build that relationship with yourself, to hopefully help you make you feel better. Now, 
I have been doing this for years and it is layered because I feel like I've been doing it for years partially because of therapy and like my journey with self-development, but also I used to work a sales-based job and I used to have a media review every single year and I used to just function on a financial year calendar. So yes, I would function from like January to December as well, but my calendar was always literally July to June because I needed to hit my targets by end of financial year. And so I always had a mid-year review professionally and then I had that personal stuff probably in 2021 when I started therapy in 2020 because yeah, she got me into the habit of kind of reflecting and doing that self-development work. I love it. I also work for myself now and so I want to keep the tradition going and I feel like it just helps me reflect. It helps me look back on my progress. It helps me look at how I'm tracking and it helps me look forward as well. How am I going? What the next steps are? What the plan is? Do I need to change anything? Things like that. For me, this is just curiosity. I'm always just looking at myself with that curiosity, never judgment, always curiosity, always self-compassion and always kindness. I also resist the urge to judge myself. I resist the urge to be critical. I resist the urge to do that for my progress or for my actions or for my behavior. That doesn't help anyone. We're not here to make ourselves feel shit about ourselves. We can look at ourselves critically in a kind way or in a productive way that doesn't leave us feeling worse. Obviously, any kind of reflection, even the end of month ones that I always ask you guys to do, are really just a moment to stop, to think, and just to start fresh. Take a moment. We live in such a fast-paced world right now. I feel like with social media, with just everything post-pandemic, everything, it is always go, 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 rush, rush, rush. And it's just comforting to take a moment out for yourself to celebrate your wins, look at your progress, look at where you're going. I also understand that it can be really hard to be vulnerable, especially with ourselves, especially if you've never done something like this before. So if that is you, go easy on yourself. If you've never done something like this for the first time, it can be a little bit scary, but that's okay. I promise you, I'll give you lots of guidance throughout it and it will be all right. Now, two other things. I know that some of you listening might not be where you want to be at this point in the year and that is okay. All right. I'm not going to make you feel bad about that. You shouldn't make yourself feel bad about that either. Your goals aren't fixed. They can move, they can change, they can shift and they can move with you as you grow. You may have also had a lot of bad stuff happening to you this year. And so perhaps where you wanted to be or your goals took a back seat and that's okay as well. On the other hand, some of you may be where you want to be and may have exceeded where you thought you would be, which is really exciting. But have you taken a moment to acknowledge that? Are you celebrating yourself? Are you celebrating your wins, big and small? It's important that you do that. And for me, I also love that when you start to do this, it then gives you some context and some material to work with come the next six-month mark or come the next year. And it's really fascinating for me to look back. I can look back at what I did in my journal in January. I can then look back what I did in my journal in June of 2022. I can then look back in January of 2022. And it's so funny. I went and looked back at this point last year and a lot of the stuff that I was working on was for this podcast. And it's just wild to me that now we're at this point, but it's really cool to see that progress and just really lovely to compare in a good way. 
And I also think comparison of yourself is is okay. It's probably one of the only times I think comparison is okay in a kind way, of course, but it really gives you that foundation. So if you've never done this, great. If you have done this before or your own type of reflection, perfect. You can have stuff to reflect back on when we get to the journal prompts. But this is just going to be really helpful, especially if you're someone who is like naturally really hard on yourself and you struggle to like celebrate your wins or celebrate your successes. This will hopefully help you or leave you feeling better than what you started listening to this episode. Now, we're going to get into the how because I want to give you practical tips and actually explain to you how you do this or how I would do it. There are many ways to do this. If you have your own system or your own way, do it that way as well. I'm just going to share mine. It doesn't need to be scary. It also doesn't need to be like this big ass, oh my God, Adele's giving me homework. No, (laughs) maybe I'm giving you homework, but you probably need 30 minutes to an hour. You can listen to this podcast while you're doing whatever now, walking, driving, whatnot. Come back to it when you actually want to plan on doing the the activity. Now, before you get into the activity, I really want you to set the tone for it because I think this is important. And that might look like obviously going into a safe space. Maybe it's your room, maybe you're closing the door, making sure that space is tidy. You might be sitting on the floor, sitting on your bed, sitting at your desk, whatever feels comfortable is the right way. And you just want to make sure that you're away from all distractions. So having no distractions, whatever they may be, don't let anything distract you during this time. And before you get into it, really take a few deep breaths. You might even want to have music on playing. As for the deep breaths, let's just take one now anyway. So everybody together, take a nice deep breath. Derek's taking breaths too. And it feels good. Sometimes you just need to take a deep breath, but do that before you do the activity because I feel like it just sets that intention, sets that tone and really just helps you hold the space for yourself. That's what I'm trying to get you to do. Now, I'm going to give you some prompts. I'm going to read them out. I will also put these into the thread of the episode. So if you don't want to write them down, I'm going to type it into the Facebook group for you. Okay. I'm going to try and be organized for you guys. But the first one is what has been the highlight? or highlights this year so far. So I want you to write down everything, big or small. Don't think, oh, that's not big enough. I can't write it down. Write it all down. And I'm not capping you at how many highlights. I want you to write every single thing down. Number two, what has been the biggest challenge of the year so far? So I'm talking about the biggest thing that either has caused you some emotional stress, some emotional worry, some panic. And I'm just asking you to write down the biggest one. Then Number three, what were my top three goals for this year? And how am I tracking? If you don't have a top three because you haven't done something like this before, that's okay. You can write your top three goals out at the end. There's another part to this activity that I'll give you that you can figure out what your top three goals are. And so if you've already had them from the past, you can write those down again and answer honestly how you're going with that. The next prompt is what is working well for me in helping me reach these goals so that's where you can look at your behavior look at your actions see if you are like living or staying in alignment in terms of working towards those goals and then the opposite of that the next prompt is what isn't working well for me in helping me reach these goals and so really looking at yourself honestly without being super negative, you're just wanting to look at why you haven't made that progress. And it's just being neutral, being curious and looking at what has gotten in the way. Please be kind to yourself while doing this one. Life happens, shit happens, things happen out of our control. That's okay. We're just being curious. We just want to look at the data. The next prompt, are there any goals that need to be changed or no longer align with me anymore? Maybe something's happened in your life this year and something you are working towards isn't a thing anymore. 
change it. You can take it off. As I said, they're not fixed. Just because you write a goal down doesn't mean it's like bound to you forever. They can change. They can move. And learning to adapt and be flexible with it is really important as well. So that prompt should help you do that. I love this one so much. (laughs) Have my priorities shifted throughout the year so far? And this is just a really honest way to look at any major life changes that you've had, right? Because as I said, things can happen and that can shift a lot within us and that can shift your priorities, which shift how you do things, which shift how you live. So writing that down too and acknowledging it. The next one, am I celebrating my wins? Yes or no? How am I celebrating my wins? How do you reward yourself? How do you give yourself a pat on the back? Write that down. If you're not celebrating them, how do you go about that? The next prompt, what is my intention for the next half of the year? So this is what kind of energy you want to take into the last six months of this year. And then the last prompt is what can I do to help me feel that way? So what actions or behaviors can you do to ensure that you can carry that intention forward for the next half of the year. Now, they are very general prompts, but I'm going to give you guys some areas. There's eight areas I want you to think about while you're doing these prompts. And maybe you can even do this part first, but these are the areas that I like to look at when I look at how I'm living and when I look at my progress, right? So we've got physical health, which is your movement. It is your rest. It is your eating habits. It is the food that you're eating. It is anything related to that. Number two is your mental health. So mindset, your emotional health, your self-care. We've got number three, career. These are in no order of importance, by the way. I just wanted to cover all bases. So career is your work satisfaction, How is your stress levels at work? How is your career pathway? Are you happy? Are you not? Finances. How is your budgeting going? How is your saving going? How is your spending going? Do we need to check in there? Relationships. So just put them all together. Family, friends, partners, romantic relationships, platonic relationships. This is really about community and connection. I'm going to go ahead and say the Your Safe Space community can fall into that one. And we've got three more. The next one is fun. So these are all the things you do for fun, your passions, your hobbies, things that bring you joy, things that bring you enjoyment, things that make you laugh, you have fun while doing them, your home. So this is your living space, your physical environment, and then your personal growth. So I'm talking about education, your dreams, your vision, your goal setting, this activity would fall into that, how you grow as a human. And a really quick activity or way that you can get started with this is to look at those areas and to even just rate yourself out of 10, right, where you currently feel right now, and then rate yourself how you want to feel come the next six-month mark. Now, I'm actually going to say it's going to be very unreasonable and unrealistic for you to rate yourself 10 out of 10 in eight of those areas, okay? Obviously, we can aim for that, but with everything, I want you to be really realistic and not set yourself up for failure. So rate yourself honestly with where you're at now and then hopefully where you aim to be by the end of the year. And I would also love for you to write down any kind of tasks or actions that you can do to help you get yourself from that current point to that future point of where you want to be. Now, obviously, I did ask you to focus on just three main goals 
and I'm going to say stick to three main goals. There are eight areas there, but there are going to be three that are most important to you. In order to figure out which one is the most important, you just need to rank them out of eight and then just take the top three and work on those for the next six months. It is really important that you don't overwhelm yourself or don't put too much on your plate because then you're also less likely to get it done too. Now, that is kind of how I figure out my goals or the work that I need to do. That system works for me. If you have another system, I would love to hear it. Feel free to come into the group and share what you do or share how you do it. I'm always up for learning a different way or I'm up for you guys sharing so that you can help each other. But doing this activity will just help you reflect on your progress and it will also give you a rough idea or rough plan or guide for the following six months coming into the end of the year. And if you have set goals already, it's a great chance for you to just revisit them and do a heavier check-in. I've always done those monthly check-ins with you guys. This one is a little bit more full-on and a little bit more in-depth. I tend to just do these bigger, I guess, reflection sessions at those two points in the year. So either in December and come like that June mark as well. If you wanted to do this monthly though, absolutely you could. (laughs) There are no rules, right? If you wanted to do it weekly, you could also do that as well. The aim is to kind of figure out what feels good for you and then work it into your life or your schedule. As I said before, when you are setting these goals, I really want you to be clear. I want you to figure out which ones are the most important to you. And then I want you to break them down in small, actionable steps. You want them realistic and you want them measurable because we don't want to set you up for failure. The other tip I have is to share them with friends and family. So... I'm happy for someone to even start a thread about like your top three goals if you want to come into the group and share them so we can hold each other accountable. I'll even comment on it if someone wants to start that. But that is a great way to speak them into existence as well because when you tell someone what you're working towards or you share it, you're actually more likely to get it done. Something about psychology or science behind that, which I do believe it is proven. Now, That's why I also love doing the monthly review as well, because it does let me kind of check in at that point each month before we get to the end of the year. But it is also super important to stay flexible and just adapt because sometimes unexpected things will happen. And while we can plan for the next six months, we really don't know what the future will hold and we can't foresee what things are going to happen or what changes might occur or what unexpected things might pop up. Okay. But we can do our best to kind of have a plan in place to navigate that. And I think it's just really remembering that This mid-year kind of reset or check-in is just an opportunity to reflect, to recalibrate and like recommit to your goals as well. I really just think embracing the process, being kind to yourself and building that self-awareness is the key here. And even just acknowledging some things. I know it can be super overwhelming. Sometimes we don't want to do things like this because we think, oh my God, I haven't achieved anything. But when you actually sit down and do the activity, you realize, oh my goodness, I have done some really cool stuff. And I even had a question come through last night in the AMA about someone feeling like really distressed or just worried about how they haven't achieved anything. But I'm like, hey, you've actually made it to June already. (laughs) Like cut yourself some slack. The fact you even wrote the questions, like you're already here. We've made it through. I know that sometimes it can be really hard if we haven't done that, but just being kind to yourself and being really compassionate and building that self-awareness can help you better build that relationship with yourself too. And it makes it easier come the next six month mark. And I almost think it's worse when you just like don't want to deal with it and don't want to look at it or don't want to build that self-awareness because it almost just keeps you stuck in that unknown. Whereas this is really clear, gives you that clarity, gives you that 
guidance for yourself, which I think is super cool. And now what I want to do is wrap the show with your input because I did do a little cheeky poll on the Your Safe Space pod Instagram because I just wanted to check in, see how everyone was feeling. Thank you if you participated in this. We had a mixed bag of results. So 36% of us were feeling low vibe. And I probably would have voted in that one, but I'll tell you which one I voted in. 27 of 27, 27%, I was going to say 27 of us. There were, there were over 3,000 people that voted in it. So 27% of us are just chilling and very neutral, which I wish that I was in that one. 7% of us are feeling high vibes and feeling excited. And then 30% of us are feeling tired and needing a break. And that's what one I voted for because, yeah, I, as I said, you heard my struggle at the start. That's where I'm at. I also want to thank you if you shared what you were struggling with because I put up a question box for you guys to leave what you were struggling with. And there were so many things that so many of you were struggling with right now and they are all really valid and I'm hearing you, I'm seeing you. I hope that you can leave this episode feeling better. I then asked you guys for your hacks and what you do at this point in the year to kind of mark this point or reset or recalibrate or start fresh. And thank you so much for sharing these because they are super cute and I'm going to share them with everyone. So the first one is I reevaluate my goals and refocus. I also make sure that whatever goals I have are aligned to my values. And I will add, if you guys did the core values episode, there was a practical activity in that too. If you did that, you can go back and use whatever you wrote down there to kind of I guess, align it and see how you're going with setting goals and see if they are aligned to your own values. I do a savings check-in. Am I on track to my end of financial year? What needs to change? I love that too. I feel like anyone who's like tracking the end of financial year either has a business, works for themselves or works in sales. And I swear it's so bizarre to me and not even bizarre. I mean, it's just, I obviously work for myself now and I still work on like that end of financial year situation. Um, Very different to working for someone else and trying to hit KPIs and targets. But going into the next financial year will be my first year fully working for myself for the first time. I did still have other employment from my last full-time job up until September of 2022. And so this coming financial year will be the first year that I work for myself, just myself. And so I'm excited to see that. But yeah, I tend to kind of, when it comes to that finance stuff, I do quarterly check-ins. I don't know if that's helpful for anyone else, but I just kind of assess my budget. I assess my spending. I assess my savings. And then I go from there. I love this one so much. I do a media declutter and clear out of things that don't bring me joy or meet my needs. And sometimes I read these things and I'm like, yeah, damn right. You guys are the Your Safe Space community because you are speaking my language and I need to do a media declutter because the state of my room right now is a bloody mess, even my bathroom. And I feel like it is a really good time to clean out everything, whether it is your car, your room, your living spaces, maybe it's even like a pantry clean out, a fridge clean out. That's a good idea. I'm going to write that down for myself to do within this month. Obviously, at the same time, you don't need to go and do everything at once. Maybe you just want to pick one room or location this weekend and maybe pick the next next weekend or slowly work that in whenever it suits your schedule. This one I love as well. I treat myself to a massage and I'm going to steal that one and go and do that. I actually got a massage voucher for my birthday from my sister and I haven't used it yet and that was in March. So I might treat myself to a massage as well. 
We've got a couple more. I try to have some quiet nights at home watching a movie or doing something that makes me happy. Love that. I plan a holiday around this time of year and I'm obsessed with that because I'm also going away in August and it's probably the first holiday that I've planned at this point in the year. I obviously know planning a holiday can be an expensive thing and can be a pricey thing, so not everyone can do that. That is okay. What I would say if you are feeling like you need a holiday or a bit of a break at this point in the year, how can you create that? on a budget or on a smaller scale. Maybe it looks like a weekend away. Maybe it looks like creating some rest or downtime at home for yourself on an upcoming weekend. And that's related to the next one, which is I try to schedule annual leave in July to give myself a bit of a break from work and get away for a little bit. And I love that so much. I feel like I needed that advice when I worked corporate because the end of financial year would always be hectic like it would be so full-on and every end of financial year because I worked that sales job for what four or five years at two different companies and it was just relentless every end of financial year because we were trying to like hustle to get those targets here and so annual leave in July is also I'm going to say a great tip but obviously I understand it might not be possible for everyone so seeing if you can create that rest either on weekends or after work or in a time that suits you. This one was my favorite. I write a list of everything I have achieved, little or big. It puts everything into perspective for me that we actually do achieve so much and it's important that we actually get ourselves to recognize it. I'm so proud of that listener. I feel like I could have written that one. And then we've also got hanging out with friends or doing a pamper day to relax. And that is also a great idea, guys. You could even do this activity with your friends. That's such a cute idea. You could even maybe do like a little pizza night or a little coffee day and go through your goals and work through this activity together if you wanted to. Obviously, I love every one of these examples so much. There were quite a few. I would love for you to come into the group and share them too. Of course, the other elephant in the room is that you can also just do nothing, right? You can listen to this episode and think, "Mm, that's not for me. I don't want to do it. That's acceptable and fine too. I'm not going to force you or tell you what to do, but Sometimes rest is important and even if it's doing nothing, that's also kind of doing something for you in the same way. The right way for you to move through it is the way that feels good for you and I hope that you get that always from this podcast. I can give you my guidance, the listeners can give you their guidance, but whatever feels good for you is the right way. Now, we can wrap the show here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you got something out of it. If you did enjoy it, please share it on your story. Please tag us, your safe space pod. Give us a follow. Give me a follow at Adele Marie. Leave us a review on Apple. Leave us a rating on Spotify. Come join the Facebook group. It's the best place ever. I love every single person in there. And thank you guys for keeping it such a safe space for everybody. And I hope that you have a great week ahead. Do something kind for yourself. Do something chill. Do something fun. I don't know what you guys have planned for the long weekend, but be safe and I will see you guys on Friday. Bye.